0: This is Real Health Chats, real talk about health issues important to you and your family. I'm Dr. D. And I'm Becky, the doctor's wife.
1: Welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Health Chats. I'm Dr. D. And
0: I'm Becky, the doctor's wife.
1: And this is episode 21. It's early August, and we're going to be talking about going back to school.
0: Back to school, yay! (laughs)
1: We're going to talk about your college-age kids.
0: We've had five kids go to college. We still have one that'll be in college in a year or so. Yep. So some of these things... I think we've done pretty well, and some of them we could have done better.
1: Yeah, we didn't have a list like this for some of them, so this is good.
0: We had a listener talk to us about this after one of her kids went off to college. She thought we should talk about all of the things medically that we might need to help our kids with before they even left for college. Things that would be good for parents to know when they're starting to send them off. So that's what we're going to talk about first today.
1: Yes, this is important information that sometimes we don't really think about as we're preparing to send our kids to school. They have to be registered and get their dorm or apartment, but some of these medical things we may not think about. So this is a good list to go through, I think.
0: One of the things that is extremely important to do before we send our kids to college is to teach them how to take care of themselves in going to the doctor, if they get sick, what they should do. Teach them how to fill out paperwork, things like that. Because some kids have never done that because their parents always do that for them.
1: Right. They'll need to have important information like their social security number, their health insurance card and information, who their doctor is, what medicines they're taking, they'll need to know all those things.
0: I'm pretty sure our kids did not because
1: I don't think so either.
0: I always filled out their forms for of them. Of
1: course. <laughs> I mean, you do all that stuff for them and then all of a sudden they're 18 going to college. These are these are some of the things you forget. There's a gap there in the knowledge that we're trying to give them as they're getting ready to go to
0: school. It reminds me of a totally off-topic story. <laughs> Of A friend of ours was at our house one night, and she got a phone call from her kid who was away at college. He was in his first semester away at college, and he called because apparently she had ironed all of his clothes his whole life, and he was calling because he didn't know how to iron his shirt. (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny. It also reminded me of (laughs) one of our kids who... Called us because he was going to make frozen pizza, <laughs> <laughs> and he could not find the instructions on how to make frozen pizza. <laughs> and I kept saying, "I know it's there. No, it's not. I'm absolutely sure that there are no instructions it's on, on this the backend, box, and I don't know what to do." <laughs> that's, <laughs> okay,
1: that's pretty sad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so
0: do better than us. <laughs> anyway, that was totally off topic, but it's just kind of a good example of the things that we do for our kids and we don't teach them things. And obviously medical information is so much more important than ironing or a pizza. So
1: Right. So you don't want to get the call, mom, I'm sick. Where do I need to go to the doctor? Or,
0: or I'm at the doctor's office. I don't know any of these questions they're asking me. <laughs> right.
1: So this information is is important to help our kids grasp and get
0: So teach them how to fill out the paperwork, but also make sure they have an up-to-date insurance card and they know where it is. Any other special information, if you have two insurances, maybe you have a primary and a secondary insurance, those things would be important for them to know so they can fill out paperwork so things can get billed correctly. Another important thing is to check out your insurance information so that you know what facilities would be best for them to go to if they did get sick.
1: So in-network can often be an important uh, piece of information to know, and there may be some offices that are in-network and some offices that aren't, same with hospitals and urgent cares. If your child doesn't have a chronic medical condition, they may not need to have a primary care doctor, but they would need to know where they should go if they have an emergency or an accident or an illness.
0: And if they do have some sort of chronic illness, then obviously you'd want to have those doctors in place for whatever location that they're in so that they can work together with other doctors that have been taking care of them. They can understand what's happening. And your child should be able to understand, explain their own illness if they have to go in for medical treatment.
1: Right. So it's really important that they have an understanding of any medications that they're taking, what they're taking it for, what their dosage is, the pharmacy that they get it filled at, those type of things. And that's another important piece of information to find out when they go to school is what pharmacy they're going to use. If they have medications that they're going to fill regularly, it's important to find out which pharmacy is, again, in network, which one is maybe close to where they're going to shop or where they live so that it's convenient for them to pick up their medication.
0: As I was thinking about this topic and doing a little bit of research, I came across some other paperwork that might be useful for parents to look into when their kids go to college, and those include a HIPAA authorization form, Medical power of attorney, and also another type of power of attorney, which is called the durable power of attorney, which I guess has to do with finances. Can you speak a little bit to those forms and why they're helpful in sending your kids off to college?
1: Yes, we run into this quite frequently. So it's important if your child wants you to know what's going on with their health information or you're going to need that health information to pay bills or to you know, help make appointments or whatever. They need to sign some type of release so that that facility can talk to you as their parent. Otherwise, the facility's not going to be able to release any information because your student is an adult, and they're the ones that are responsible for that. So,
0: Even if you're paying for it. (laughs) Even if you're
1: paying for it. We ran into that with one of ours. We had a billing issue with a facility, and they would not talk to us because he was an adult, and it turned into a little bit of a mess. But... That's what we're trying to help you avoid. So if you sign those releases up front and if they put your name on the release, then the facility or the doctor can release that information to you as their parent and help them navigate things maybe a little easier. So the other two forms Becky mentioned, a medical power of attorney will give someone else authority to make medical decisions in case someone becomes incapacitated. Some of these forms can be downloaded from online and an attorney can help fill some of these things out too. A durable power of attorney is a legal form that lets another person sign legal documents or sign in financial matters if someone is either incapacitated or out of the country or otherwise unavailable to do those things. So the durable power of attorney probably isn't that important for a student going to college unless they might be on a study abroad program or they're going to school out of the country. A medical power of attorney could become important, although in most cases a parent is going to be able to make decisions for a dependent child even if they are adult age. But that would be something to check in your state and also check with an attorney as to how that would actually take place.
0: I did find that each state has different rules about that. So it is good to check on the state, both where you live and where your child might be going to school if they're going out of state from where you live. So just a quick recap of those things that we talked about. If you're making a list, now's the time. Pencil's ready. Here you go. Okay. First, number one, teach them what to do. Let them fill out paperwork when you take them in to the doctor sometime.
1: So if they have to have a physical before they go to college, this would be a good time to practice.
0: Oh, yeah. Good idea. You're a smart one. Number two, make sure they have an updated insurance card and all the insurance information they need.
1: And up-to-date contact information.
0: Yes, You may need to take pictures of it and put it on their phone, in their notes, something like that, because it's probably 95% probability that if you put it on a piece of paper, they'll lose it in their first couple of days at school.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea to put it in their (laughs) phone.
0: Okay, number three, know what hospitals, urgent cares, doctor facilities are available In network where your preferred providers would be. And if your child has a chronic illness or something that they'll have to go to the doctor frequently about, try to have those providers in place before they go. Number four, check out the pharmacies. What pharmacy your child should use if they have medication they take regularly that they know how to refill those, that they know where to do that, and make sure they have enough of their medicine when they actually leave. So that's not something they have to think about their first few days in college is figuring out that they're out of medicines and they're really busy and so they may not even remember to get them refilled. So definitely something to think about. And then number five, look into the HIPAA forms or the power of attorney forms. If that's something you feel like you're gonna need Especially if they're pretty far away from you, just from our own experience, it's probably a great idea to have a HIPAA form so that you can find out information about what's happening if they're sick or need surgery or something like that and you're not right there available. Just a few other things that I found in my research, and I've talked to other moms who have sent their kids off to college, some other pieces of advice One was if they live in a dorm or if they're going to share a shower, to buy them flip-flops. I guess you don't know where anybody else's feet have been.
1: (laughs) Athlete's foot can be a scourge.
0: (laughs) So getting flip-flops for the shower is a good thing. Another issue is that kids in college have extremely high incidence of stress, anxiety, and depression. So being able to have great communication with them about that, talking about it before they even leave, things that might help them reduce some of that stress, some of the anxiety, resources that are available if they start feeling like they're overwhelmed and having stress and anxiety. I think so often kids don't want to admit they're having anxiety and then it just balls up and everything gets worse and worse and worse until they're doing really poorly in their classes or they're finding other outlets to relieve their stress and anxiety. So being able to talk about that and knowing that there are resources out there and that you're available for them to tell you about that and you'll help them, I think is really important.
1: I think knowing that it's okay to have those feelings is important too because everybody goes through it. Whenever a person is going through that, they always think they're the only one that's experiencing it, but everybody around them is experiencing it too. And I think knowing that, knowing that it's probably going to happen is is very helpful. And then maybe having ideas and resources front loaded so you kind of know where to go when those things do happen is very helpful.
0: And I think as parents, it's really hard to let our kids experience those negative emotions. We want to take away their sadness. We want to take away their anxiety. We want to fix it and help them. So being able to think about resources and knowing that so much of that is normal for their college experience, especially in the first semester or two, and especially if they've never really been away from home. They're in a new place. College is typically a little more challenging than high school. They're around new people, new experiences, and that's just a recipe for a bit of anxiety. (laughs) Yes, it
1: can be stressful and difficult, but it's supposed to be, right? That's how we learn and grow and develop as people and as a person, but we don't want it to be overwhelming. We want them to succeed and do well, and so having resources available upfront is helpful for that success.
0: And then another huge topic that comes up when kids go off to college is alcohol, drugs, and sex.
1: Well, it's it's common for kids to experiment when they get to college. I think it's important that parents have the ability to have an open dialogue about those things with their kids and to help them understand the importance of being safe in those situations. So talk about not driving when you're intoxicated, helping them practice safe sexual habits, helping them understand that it's important to have designated drivers and things like that. And if they know that you're willing to to have an open conversation with them, they'll talk to you when they mess up or make mistakes or get into trouble.
0: It's important to remember, too, as parents, that sending our kids off to college can put us in a tailspin, too, (laughs) of anxiety and stress. Maybe alcohol. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't drink alcohol, but I hear a lot of people talk about that glass of wine they have when they're stressed out about their kids.
1: Well, it can definitely be stressful.
0: So take care of yourselves, too, as parents when your kids go off to college. We'd love to hear from you about experiences that you've had or things you wish you had known when your kids went off to college. So be sure and send us information on that. These were just a few things that in talking to other parents who've recently sent their kids to college and those preparing, just making sure that everyone's knowledgeable of what you need to get medical attention, to get medical help, and how to do that. Well, since it's 2020 and we're in a pandemic, there's a few other precautions that we have to talk about with kids going to college this year that might not be the same every other year that they go to college.
1: We sure hope not.
0: Absolutely. Sure
1: hope not. So with the COVID pandemic still Lingering? simmering, <laughs> brewing, I don't know, still going on, most college campuses are open. But a lot of them are having more virtual access to classes and things like that. So we live in a college town that's expecting a lot of students to come into town in the next two weeks. But they're going to be required to wear masks. So you need to make sure your students have masks if they're going to be on campus somewhere.
0: More than one mask and make sure that they know that they need to launder them.
1: Yeah, or if they're disposable to throw them away. Right. They will be practicing social distancing. They need to take seriously social distancing and not gathering in big groups. That's difficult for college kids, but it's important, especially when things first get started, not to have a whole lot of cases pop up right at the beginning of the semester.
0: Otherwise, campuses are going to start shutting down. Yeah,
1: who knows what's going to happen.
0: So those are the two main things. That everyone's having to deal with right now. Right. And that's true on most college campuses and in most campuses at all levels.
1: So some of your kids may not be going to college. They may be starting college, but maybe they're doing that at home. I think that would be hard as a freshman student to be starting college, but being stuck at home if you didn't plan on that or didn't want that could be
0: hard on parents too if you already had plans for their room when they left yeah or that's like true that. <laughs> you,
1: you know it's still tied up a little bit
0: the other thing we didn't mention was washing your hands and using hand sanitizer just like we talked about in all our covid episodes in right. the spring is so important as always we'd love to hear from you Let us know things that you learned when you sent your kid to college or things that you want to know about sending your kids to college. Like, share, listen, subscribe, all of those things to Real Health Chats.
1: Yes, we're really grateful for those of you who are listening. We appreciate your feedback and look forward to hearing from you if
0: you have any questions. You can find us at realhealthchats.com on Facebook at Real Health Chats and also on Instagram at Real Health Chats. You can also follow me at Becky the Doctor's Wife on Facebook and Instagram.
1: Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. What was discussed today is for information only and is not meant to replace or override advice from your physician.